Warning, listening to spooky things creates a high sense of paranoia, anxiety, and the all-around heebie-jeebies. Listeners are advised. week in October. It is now officially colder than crap. I am so cold. I'm not happy about it. I want some sunshine. And you guys are listening to Midnight Spirits, a paranormal podcast. Oh, and yeah, I'm Shelby. (laughs) I'm Ren. (laughs) Thanks again for listening. (laughs) Told you guys, it's cold. My brain no longer functions. Okay, well, Here's the thing, though. You say you uh-huh. want sunshine. It is very sunny out. It's just very windy and cold with it. There was no sunshine at my work. <laughs> you are crazy. It's so sunny out. No, it was nothing but clouds where where work was. Really? Yeah. Wow. No, it's been sunshine all day. <laughs> what sunshine? <laughs> no, so like one of my friends who lives in Florida sent me a message and she had like had her top down on her jeep just cruising around and I'm like I am so jealous of you right now and she's like it's actually a nice day it's been in the 90s and I'm like it's in the 40s (laughs) was it 40 today yeah like when I got up to go to work today it was 28 degrees yeah it looks like the high right now is 57 yeah so So. I was like (sighs) yeah it's it's a chilly blustery day today don't like it and it's here to stay heck yes it is stop it stop it so here's the thing guys I (laughs) love fall and spring and Miss Shelby absolutely loves summer like if she could have summer all year round with an ocean she would be in paradise I would be it would be bliss for me I'd be in heaven I'd have a mimosa in one hand and a margarita in the other one no just kidding I don't like margaritas the mimosa in one hand and it I'm not going to drink it, but it's going to sit there and look pretty. (laughs) You're not going to drink it. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I ain't going to drink it, but I'm going to pretend and it's going to look pretty. We'll have it for decoration. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Just get one of those uh, kinetic sand and just sit there and fill it and (laughs) just pretend. (laughs) That's fantastic. Dude, that would make my day. That would. If I could have my job where like it was completely 100% sunny and nice and not cold all the time, I'd be fantastic. (laughs) But it's spooky season. It is spooky season, but I still want spooky season where it's warm. (laughs) No, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) All right, guys. So 
I have been so excited. I've been saving this one specifically for <laughs> October and I have been so excited to do this. So today we are going to be talking about the Dippic box. The Dippic box. <laughs> Miss Shelby keeps forgetting how to pronounce it. And I will probably pronounce it wrong three more times during so this just, episode. Just be forewarned. And then also, guys, just so you know, we are still doing a Zoom uh, meeting. So if the audio is still a little off, um, it's purely because we are still being careful and we're doing this through Zoom, hopefully just a couple more weeks. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what we'll see what we'll the future see. brings. But hopefully, so hopefully good things. Hopefully, hopefully good, good things. <laughs> so so we do apologize for that, but thank you guys so much for sticking with us. Um, but yeah, today we are going to be talking about the Dybbuk box. So the Dybbuk. So for those that don't know, <laughs> a Dybbuk is a restless, which is also usually a malicious possessing spirit that's believed to be the dislocated soul of a dead person, according to Jewish mythology. Mm -hmm. So supposedly um, it leaves the host's body. So if it does possess, it'll leave the host's body once it has accomplished its goal, which is sometimes just the need of being helped. So sometimes right. a Dybbuk might possess um, purely just because it needs help with something, um, but usually it's known to be a malicious possessing spirit. Right. So and it was actually kind of interesting that the word Dybbuk never actually appeared until the 16th century writing, mm -hmm. but a lot of people did not want to use it until it was popularized by um, a gentleman by the name of Anski mm -hmm. when he created the play The Dybbuk. Interesting. So, yeah. Do you have anything else to add about the Dybbuk before I go into the box itself? All it does is it comes from the Hebrew word Dybbuk which just means the act of sticking. That's all I got. <laughs> um, so the Dybbuk box is actually, the specific one that we're talking about is a wine box and it's said to be haunted by a Dybbuk. So a Dybbuk resides in this wine box. And just to be clear, it is not a box of wine, which no. is what I thought when I first saw this. It is a cabinet little looking thing that holds wine. Yes. <laughs> not a box of wine <laughs> it was funny because she texted me today she's like is this literally a box of wine and I was like what what <laughs> I was like well it's a wine box that contains a Dybbuk in it <laughs> so we just wanted to clarify that but fun fact there are also actually 10 Dybbuk boxes in the world what yep there's 10 Dybbuk boxes in the world each box aligns with the tree of life concept from Kabbalah, which is the basis for Jewish mysticism. So this, yeah, so this specific box that we're talking about uh, today gained notice when it was auctioned on eBay with an accompanying horror story that was written by Kevin Manis. And it was actually the original inspiration for the 2012 film, The Possession. So it is, it is actually known as the most haunted object in the world. Now, I will say this, though. Now, usually, Ren is the skeptic, and I'm always like, it's a ghost, you know? But let me just say this. Manis was a professional writer yep. and creative professional. Yep. So his description for eBay could have totally yep. been 
just try to get a high sell. Yep. I thought the exact same thing. So Mr. Manis uh, was a creative writer. Um, and he first created this term to describe this wine cabinet in the item information for an eBay auction. So he was trying to auction off this Dybbuk box and kind of created um, this term and this story within the description of this item on eBay. So the subject of his story described paranormal events that he attributed, attributed to the box itself. So a little backstory. Manus bought the box at an estate sale in 2001. Mm -hmm. It actually belonged to a survivor of the Holocaust in Poland named Havala? Havala. Havala, I believe. Yeah, Havala. And Havala had escaped to Spain and purchased the box before her immigration to the United States. Uh, This was, yeah, so this was actually confirmed by Havala's granddaughter. So... So Manus was at the estate sale and after Manus had heard the box was an heirloom to the family, he actually offered to give the box back to the family. However, the granddaughter insisted that he take the box saying that the family did not want it. Right. So she also told him, so she's the one that actually told him that the box had been kept in her grandmother's sewing room and had not been opened because a Dybbuk was supposedly living inside of it. Mm-hmm. So Manus then goes to his mother's house and he gives the box to his mother for her birthday on October 31st. Yes. Coincidence, dear Watson? Possibly. (laughs) Just because that is Halloween, but who knows? It is also said, though, that when he gave the the debate or not the, he didn't give the Dybbuk, but when he gave the cabinet to her, she Mm -hmm. had a stroke the same day. Yeah. So, which I'm going to get to. Um, But it's also said that she told him or like wrote a note to him and said that she didn't want it. So upon him giving this gift to her, she said, I don't want it. (laughs) I know something's wrong with that. I don't want it. (laughs) So, At some point, Manus ends up opening the box. So upon opening the box, he wrote that he had found it contained two 1920s pennies, a lock of blonde hair that was bound with a cord, a lock of black brown hair that was also bound with a cord, a small statue engraved with the Hebrew word shalom, shalom, a a small golden wine goblet, a dried rosebud, and a candle holder with four octopus-shaped legs. So... Um, numerous owners of the box have reported that strange phenomena do accompany it. Uh, Manus had written that he experienced a series of horrific nightmares that were shared with other people while they were in in possession of the box as well, or had stayed at his home. Mm -hmm. So like Shelby said earlier, his mother did suffer a stroke on the same day that he gave the box to her as a birthday present. Um, every owner has also reported smells of cat urine or jasmine flowers And once again, they've been experiencing nightmares, but they usually involve an old woman. Yes. So, so Josef Nitsky was a student at Truman State University, and he was the last person to actually auction the box on eBay. 
Uh, he claimed that the box caused lights to burn out in his house and it also caused his hair to fall out. So, yeah. So Jason Haxton, I guess, had been following a blog that Nitsky was doing. Okay. And he actually ended up purchasing this box from Nitsky and wrote the Dybbuk box. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a book or I assume it's a book. Um, But he claimed that he subsequently developed strange health problems that included hives, coughing up blood, and welts from head to toe upon owning this box. So... Haxton is actually the one that consulted with rabbis, which are in the Jewish religion, yep. uh, to try to figure out a way to seal the Dybbuk back into the box since it had been opened. Um, supposedly, this was successful, and Haxton then took the newly resealed box to a secret location that he would not disclose. Right. Um, so then later, he donated the box to... Zach Bagans! Zach Bagans! to display in his museum in Las Vegas. Now, since acquiring this object, Bagan's museum staff and visitors have experienced black shadows, fainting, uh, feelings of sickness, anger, anxiety, and more. And it was also reported that there's been holes in the wall near the location the box is located in. Hmm. See, like, I kind of find it feel, I feel, I feel that it's really hard to blame it on just one object. Because I do too, because he has so many. Yeah, if you actually look at, well, Ghost, Ghost Adventures, the quarantined edition, the new show that's going on right now, you see all of the things that Zach Bagans actually has in his museum. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there is a monstrosity amount of haunted paranormal items. So I kind of have a hard time- I do too. Leaving that just this one thing cause. I do too um so you guys may or may not know um people that are like really into the paranormal would probably have followed this but um in 2018 Zach Bagans was thinking about opening up the Dybbuk box um he ended up having bad experiences with it and held off on that um but I think he, he actually did open it. Yeah, so he? I was yeah, so I was just about to say he did end up opening the Dybbuk box this past summer in 2020 uh, after various claims that he was going to open it. Um, to my knowledge, Zach hasn't reported anything following up after the opening of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, since the episode was shot during quarantine, like you said, it is the quarantine edition. Um, it was promoted as a quarantine special. And they used uh they actually used no production staff and they shot all of the footage themselves supposedly yeah because i think it's just i know it's zach is one um aaron's another one mm-hmm. um i can't remember who's in I it now yeah there's only i think a maximum of four or five people there but it's the people that are normally within the ghost hunter show or mm-hmm. ghost adventure show so yeah i mean now, also, also, um, so earlier I said that there were 10 Dybbuk boxes. Yes. Um, Bagans actually owns two of them now. What? Yeah. So he has this one and then he has a smaller one. Um, however, only eight of the 10 boxes are owned. So there's still two out there that nobody knows 
where like nobody knows where they're at or who owns them but supposedly or just nobody wants to claim them being like yeah. that bitch is not mine <laughs> <laughs> so that's currently unknown um and it should also be noted that the famous musician post malone was actually with bagans the night he touched the dybbuk box for the first time back in 2018 malone put his hand on bagans at the same time that bagans touched the box malone like post malone fully believes that he was cursed following a series of unfortunate events. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it includes his plane's tires blowing out. Uh, his Rolls Royce was in a car accident and his former house was robbed. And he full on swears that he, like the Dybbuk box because he touched Zach Bagans while Zach Bagans was touching the Dybbuk box. He fully believes that he was cursed from it. Like he has gone hmm. on to podcasts and said, like has given his experience and said that the Dybbuk box caused all of this. That's interesting. Right? So, so. The, okay. The, the, the tires exploding. Okay. Maybe I can see that, you know, the, the Rolls Royce getting in an accident. Sure. Your house getting robbed. You're, you're just a celebrity with a lot of money and a lot of probably useless things. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't believe the robbery one. Yeah. Everything else is just super bad luck. <laughs> So, but like you did say earlier, though, to put a little bit of um, skepticism in it, um, Manus was a writer and he was a creative professional, obviously, like you said. Um, he also owned a small antique and furniture refinishing business in Portland, Oregon at the time. So I can't help but wonder if due to his uh, creative writing, he was able to kind of craft a story to make it interesting on the eBay listing. Yeah, and that, that's kind of what I, I mean, honestly, if you really think about it, you know, you have the the uh, paranormal dark boxes that you can buy on Amazon, mm -hmm. you can buy them on eBay, you know, you can buy them on like whatever site it is. And if you actually look, they go for a lot of money because people are like, oh, we, we should buy this, we can get this, you know. It's just really hard because a lot of people, with any kind of antique really it really sit there and be like okay well it's got a dark and haunting past and blah 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 and it's like well yeah it's 100 years old it probably survived through all of this stuff it probably sees it you know but at the same time it's like uh i don't really know yeah but the, the the only thing that really makes me think that maybe possibly it could be a real one is just like the items that were in it so uh, unless Manus really paid attention to Jewish folklore, for, oh my gosh, folklore, folklore. there we go. <laughs> unless he really paid attention to it, understood it, knew what it was, everything else, those items that are located in it at the moment wouldn't have any significance. But because of everything that was specifically in it, in the Jewish folklore, that's what they use to exercise demons. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, that's the only kind of thing that makes me think, okay, maybe they did really think that it was because yeah. it has all this stuff in it. But at the same time, it's like, well, did he just quickly look at something to find it or? Right. It's, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, well, how true is this? Yeah. Um, but I did find interesting that Chris French, he's a, uh, he's a skeptic and he's mm -hmm. head of the anomalistic psychology research unit at Goldsmiths College. 
And he's actually said that he believes that previous owners were al already primed to be looking out for bad stuff based yep. on the description. And it's one of those things where it's like, therefore, you know, if you believed it to be cursed, then inevitably you would blame the bad stuff that happens on whatever, whatever it is you've already perceived to be the cause. Mm -hmm. So if you buy a box thinking, oh, it's the most haunted artifact in the world, you know, and then bad stuff happens to you. It's like, oh, well, it's because of this box. When in reality, right. it could have been, it could have happened anyway. You know, like for instance, yeah. Post Malone, you know, had he never even hung out with Zach Bagans that night, you know, his plane tires still could have blown out. His Rolls Royce would, was still probably going to be in a car accident. His house probably still would have gotten robbed. Um, but because he went into the investigation knowing the history of it, then it's kind of like, well, the Dybbuk box did it, you know, right. not by any means saying that that's not the case, but it does give a bit of a more like mindful skeptic approach. Like, well, you know, if you believed it to be cursed, then you're inevitably going to blame the bad stuff that happens on whatever it is you've perceived to be the cause of right. that bad stuff. So, and a lot of like the parapsychology kind of people believe that, you know, you attract the energy that you give off. Yes. So if you have all of this negative thoughts, negative energy, everything else, it's just going to cling on to you anyway. And you're just going to have all these series of bad, yeah. bad incidents. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where if you project negative energy, ne negative energy is going to come back to you. you right. Know? If you, if you uh, emit positive light and all that, you know, more positive things are going to happen to you, right. you know? So if you walk around hateful and projecting negativity into the world, then the negativity is going to come back to you 10 times fold. Um, that is a very strong belief. And so, yeah, um, some are, so I, and here's another thing. And I, I kind of, I would lump myself in with this group. Um, but some people also theorize that this was more on the, TV side of things, mm -hmm. that this was more a publicity stunt to get people to watch Ghost Adventures Quarantine and that it was more, you know what I mean, kind of dramatized yeah. for that. Um, um, at least the second time. I mean, Post Malone full on believes that in 2018 he was cursed by the Stibic box, but but yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, because you can honestly, if you really honestly think about it, because not only so in the quarantine edition, not only, wait, no, it wasn't quarantine, but basically, you know, when he touched Annabelle, you yeah. know, he had these series of bad things. That's because all you can think about is how bad Annabelle actually supposedly is, you know? So now you're sitting here thinking, okay, 2020 is messed up already. What can we do to screw ourselves up? Any worse. <laughs> Let's touch this Let's box. Let's open the Dybbuk box, dude. Let's do it. You know? <laughs> genie <laughs> no okay but you, you know it, it's just one of those things where it's like the, I feel like he opened Pandora's box and you shouldn't touch it you don't touch it everybody knows Greek mythology knows everybody told you do not touch the box and what do we do we go haha there's we the touch box. it <laughs> we touch it we're a, a boo that's stuck in the treasure room <laughs> best analogy ever <laughs> but yeah so I don't know I I don't know like I'm very mixed on it because it's one of those things where it's like it is something that the Jewish religion like 
full-heartedly believes. They believe in mm-hmm. Dybbuk's, you know, much like, you know, they think that Dybbuk's possess and they're malicious. And, and while there are differences, obviously, between like a Dybbuk and a demon, right? you know, like a demon's malicious, it's possessing, it's, you know, and I, I, I don't know anything about the Jewish religion. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Um, but yeah, I mean, they full on believe it. And the fact that there's apparently 10 Dybbuk's stuck in 10 different boxes, eight of which are accounted for, the other two are not. I yeah. find that very intriguing. And I find it intriguing that Manus, or I'm sorry, um, Haxton, mm-hmm. um, sought out rabbis to reseal this box since it had been opened by Manus um, and then hid it for who knows how long in a secret location that I'm pretty sure he still hasn't disclosed where he kept it, Um, but then donates it to Zach Bagans for Zach Bagans to then open it. It's just like, oh goodness, you know what I mean? Because now it's been opened and it's- You know Zach's going to touch it. Yeah. Quit giving this man things to touch. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. But that's what I'm saying, though. It's just like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. Much like the Annabelle doll and the Robert, the doll, I just don't know. Steven. Yeah, Steven. (laughs) I just don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if I believe it or if I think it's just a giant story that has just been passed down that people want to believe. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like, this is one of the ones that I'm like, "Mm, I really don't know how I feel about this one. Yeah. And so like, like I said, I'm not by any means saying that I don't believe in Dybbuk's like that is a strong belief. Yeah. That's a strong belief in the Jewish, um, religion. I just don't know how I, I just don't know if I believe that a Dybbuk is stuck in a box. Yeah. That's, and especially if there's only 10 of them, which, you know, which are not accounted for. Yeah. It just means that you're putting a number on something for a price to go up. Yeah, that that's how I see it. And I mean, not by any means saying that the folklore or the mythology, anything like that, the Jewish religion, nature, anything like that is wrong. But a lot of those things that, you know, if you're claiming to have this box, and there's only eight actually known of them, and you're constantly trying to get people to find it, look for it, pay for it, everything else, you're, you're just asking somebody to to increase payment that's all I see on it really right and and like you said so there's eight that's accounted for supposedly there's 10 in the world but they don't know where two of them are where did right I I I just want to know where did the number 10 come from you know what I mean that's true too yeah because if two of them aren't accounted for who's to say there's not 11 out there or 12 like you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I just want to know where the 10 came from. Who said that there is 10 out there and knows that there's 10 out there, but you don't know where two of them are. Right. I just don't Uh, understand. Unless you're comparing it to when Moses got the 10 commandments. So the 10 commandments would have the equal 10 divics, but I mean. Yeah, I don't. I don't don't know. know. I have no idea. 
but yeah, I was just kind of intrigued by, you know, it's like, okay, well, there's eight of them that we know of, but there's 10 altogether. They don't know where the other two are, but they know that there's 10. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's just right. that kind of trips me up a little bit. How like, do you know? Yeah. Like who, who said, like who put 10 Dybbuks in a box and then dispersed them all throughout the world? Do you know what I mean? So. Okay, these eight go this way. You two, Atlantis. No one will find you. No one knows. But yeah, I found I found that very interesting. So, but to my knowledge, I haven't. I was not able to find anything about Zach Bagans. Usually, if something happens, he'll report it. Like with the Annabelle doll, or even um, Demon House. He did a documentary on Demon House, which was a house in Indiana um, that I'm sure we'll touch on sometime. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, it, it's just like, and, and he followed up with that and said, well, after this, this happened. And after this, this happened, I haven't been able to find anything from when he opened the box. Yeah. I didn't see anything either. And I mean, that was in July. So if anything happened, you would think that we would have gotten some sort of follow-up with it, but. Right. Cause but usually yeah. he's the one that's like quick to be like, no, 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 no. This happened, you know, mm-hmm. this and this and this and this happened. So Yeah. So who knows? So yeah, but that's all I've got on the Dybbuk box. Um, I would be, yeah, I would be very, in, I would be very interested in hearing what our listeners think about it, um, mm-hmm. because this is one that I've I've tossed around to friends a few times. Like I'm not going to say that I don't believe it, because you know what I mean. Like there's so much out there that we don't know, and I've never been around one, so it's not for me to say I don't believe it. It's just a bunch of items in a box that's not what I'm saying. I honestly, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if I believe that it's in a box. I don't know. Or if it was just a creative listing that caught wildfire and then they made a film out of it. And now it's a, you know, well-known story. I don't know. So I don't know. Is it cursed or is it just fictional writing at its best? You let us know. You decide. You decide. So But yeah, guys, that's all I've got um, on the Dybbuk box. I would truly appreciate it um, if you reached out to us and just told us your thoughts on it. Um, We are on Twitter. We are at Spirits Midnight. And And we are on Instagram as Midnight Spirits Podcast. And you can also email us at MidnightSpiritsPodcast at gmail.com. Yep. So And we also have... Our lovely Patreon, if you ever do feel inclined. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so if you do subscribe, obviously we have extra perks to our Patreon. Um, they're in the description. Uh, comes with extra episodes. Um, good stuff like that. So if you are interested, feel free to uh, check out our page. And if you feel inclined to join, obviously all that money goes right back into the podcast. Um, but yeah, so definitely please feel free to reach out to us. Um, let us know what you think about this, um, this item, if you think it is haunted, cursed, what have you, or if you think it was just creative writing. Um, but yeah, we are very active on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, we check our email, so definitely interested in hearing what you have to say about it. Yes. So but thank you guys so much. We truly appreciate it. Like I said at the beginning, we appreciate you guys sticking through with us um, on the audio. 
I can't wait until we're in the same room again, but it'll we're be, doing our best. <laughs> it'll be a little longer, but we'll get there. But yeah, so so thank you guys so much. I hope that you have a wonderful day and uh, we'll see you next week. All right, thank you. Stay healthy, stay happy, and we'll see you guys soon.